This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning comic book store, Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. And listeners like you, head to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate or check us out at Patreon backslash TwoHeadedNerd. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Coming to you live from the ziggurat at Omaha, deep below the metro area. It's THN cover to cover for Saturday, March 26th. My name is Matt Baum. My bracket is officially totally busted. I was feeling good last week. <laughs> Not so much I anymore. Felt good. I haven't felt good since day one. Yeah, you made some weird uh, picks. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you know, I consult a, I consult a, a, a bona fide sports expert every year, and every year he like. There you go. He makes a lot of big. He he take. He makes a lot of big moves. You introduce yourself, some, will you? Doesn't always pay off. <laughs> Uh, anyway, sports talk. Uh, I'm the Internet's Joe Patrick. Here's how it works. Every Saturday morning at 11 o'clock Central Time, Matt and I go live on our Facebook page and on Zoom to wrap about the week's new comics, nerd news, movies, TV, and, of course, the question of the week. Live with you guys, our listeners. It's true. It's a live show, and we need you to play along to jump into our Zoom. You can find the link. It's right there on our live stream on the Facebook. Or... You can just chat with us in the Facebook chat. If you can't be here live, you can always feel free to leave a message at the THN hotline, 402-819-4894. You can find that phone number on our Facebook page, too. Or send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Before we open the phone lines, Joe Patrick, let's set up some loose nerd news that these kids can talk about if they like to. We're not going to go into it. We want to go into it with you guys. We're trying wait, something wait, wait, new. Wait, wait. Some some loose Yeah. We're just gonna lay out some subjects and we want to talk about it with you guys. All right. We decided we're taking up too much time in this show. We want to give more to you. Let us know what you think. If you hate it, we'll go back. Joe Patrick, what what happened this week? All right. Before we begin, as always, we're gonna give you a heads up that we will uh we may be talking about uh recent nerdy TV and movies, but if we uh come up with anything not on the list, we'll let you know. We're talking Picard. We're talking Discovery. I took all that perhaps. off the list so you wouldn't say it. <laughs> Why? So we could just say, if there's going to be spoilers, we'll warn you. Then we don't have I'm, to like. I'm telling you. In on for stuff the that ma- might for the not major, be on the show. <laughs> for the major stuff, expect spoilers. Picard, Batman, etc. Sure. sure. Uh, Halo came out. We both watched it. I don't know how you would both spoil it. It looks just like a video game. <laughs> we, yeah, we both have feelings. Uh, into the news. We've got a new creator first. That's in quotes. Digital publishing platform platform in the works with some big names it's called zest world which is terrible yeah it sounds like a a place you go to find recipes right it's a yeah it's a very bad i think it's the it's the off-brand spice world you know where you uh, where the where the spice girls cover bands hang out uh it's got some big names and it's uh got some interesting ideas we can talk about that uh blue blazes i wrote that uh, Nova is officially headed to the MCU. That's his catchphrase in case you don't know. I think maybe only me and Aura McWilliams know I think, that. I think you're right. Um, is it going to be Rich Rider? Is it going to be Sam? They kind of like all the stuff I I read. Nobody really knows, but all the stuff I read. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Hinted at Richard Ryder, but we'll see. I don't know. No, nobody knows a thing. Yeah. Nobody knows anything. Uh, Matt Reeves has released a deleted scene from the Batman featuring a pretty 
dang good long and lengthy look at his version of the Joker. So uh, it looks exactly Ooh. like the Lieber Mayho Joker graphic novel version. Yeah. And he was having a great time with that on Twitter last night. It was so gross. <laughs> it's pretty Joker gross. Yeah. Icky. Uh, <laughs> The first reviews of Morbius are coming in and uh, yikes. Uh, people are saying it is the worst post credits uh, scene. Yeah. They have ever seen well, in also, a Marvel movie. They're also saying it's not only bad, it doesn't make any sense either. Oh yeah, no, baffling. <laughs> uh, bad, bad CGI, confusing story. Yeah, it's uh, the bright spot is Matt Smith, the former doctor, right. uh, Doctor Who star Matt Smith who is hamming it up all over the place as per usual. Uh, so yeah, Morbius, that's going to be fun. And nobody has uh, totally course, like spoiled what happens in the credit scene, but they have said, Oh no, no, no. But I'm dying to know. Yeah, I am too. Because in I fact, don't I'd care. like to speculate. I'd like to speculate about what could be so bad. Yes. And they said it doesn't make sense. And somebody said, it's like, he's trying to hook up with a character that's dead. So I can only assume, what is that? Mysterio? Like, he's going to be like, I've got to get back to Mysterio's world that he, well, I guess he made it up in that other movie, but that's where I'm from. <laughs> and he's dead. I don't know. No, I mean, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't see any of that about him hooking up with a character that's dead. I, I did hear the stuff about it, not really making a damn look of sense yeah. or not being very exciting. Um, but we'll talk about that if you want to. Yeah. Uh, of course, there is also the question of the week. This week's question was uh, submitted not submitted i stole it i stole it from a guy on twitter named hingle mccringleberry still counts yeah uh he asks what is your favorite comic book movie that's not based on a traditional marvel or dc property now that means no vertigo nothing nothing that we consider like a living breathing part of these companies so yeah. vertigo I think creator-owned stuff from, like, Icon probably counts because it jumps around from publisher to publisher. Yeah, I would say that counts. I don't think anyone you know, could call and be like, the Powers TV show was the best. No, 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 but, nobody. But, you know, <laughs> hey, if you really if you really love Jupiter's Legacy, make a case for it. Oof. But, you know, it, it, we're not going to worry if you get really, like, in the weeds with, like, Paradox Press, which is a DC subsidiary, and they published a history of violence. It, yeah, fine, whatever. Oh, Make a case. Was, it was Paradox Press, wasn't it? That's weird. It was, and that's it's technically owned by DC, but it, nobody would ever consider that. A, nobody would, in their right minds, consider that. Right. Therein lies the that's paradox. Not what we're talking about here. All right, let's get into it right away. Mr. JD, got a catch. How are you today, sir? What are we wrapping I'm good, up? I'm good. Uh, let's go and start with the question of the week. Let's do it. Uh, so my first instinct was to say mystery men. That's a great one. But I oh, got that is a great one. I yeah, didn't even think about that's that. That's a great one. I but I've got to go with my 16-year-old baby goth's heart and say the crow. The crow. Oh my god, you nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I, saw I have thing. never let's, I have never seen the crow. Let's talk about the crow for a second. I saw that thing 17 that. times in the theater. Oh my god. <laughs> did you wait, wait, did you have be honest? Did you paint your face? No. Okay. <laughs> like I, I was going to say, I'm not going to judge you. But then the second you said, yes, I was gonna be like, Oh, you nerd. <laughs> I did paint my nails though. Oh, wow. So let's I talk. Mean, about, that's, lots of people do that. Let's talk about the crow for a second. Mm -hmm. Because I would argue the crow does not hold up at all. I loved it too. Back in the day. I loved it. But mm. I, I revisited it with, <laughs> with Casey, like maybe two years ago. 
<laughs> and she she was like, "Isn't this isn't this supposed to be terrible?" I was like, "No way, it's great." And we watched it. And she was like, "This is the worst. <laughs> like, it is so bad and like fake. It's not even goth. It's just like trying to be goth. You know? <laughs> you know? Do you know what does hold up though? The comic. The comic totally does. Yes. James O'Barr's comic holds up. Except for that also, one we read on the show. Well, also, hack slash. No, 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 on, no. That's James yeah. O'Barr's original. Yeah. And, and I've always, and I, I've always made the argument like for people that just love the movie, it's like, it's, oh, it's so dark. And I'm like, oh no, yeah, read the comic. It makes the movie look like a Disney flick. Yeah. It is not dark. <laughs> that, that's like the opposite. It's like, this is what teenagers think dark is like, right? Like an adult was like, how I'm going to put my, my brain inside a gothy teenager's head. What's he into? I know um, covers of like dark songs by like, you know, new bands who don't do it as well. <laughs> That'll be cool. And like him sitting on like the clock tower, it's like his Batman or his Daredevil moment. We're supposed to be like yeah. looking over the city. Right. But he's playing an electric guitar that is not plugged into <laughs> anything. So I don't know if it's magic or, like, or wireless. Yeah. He's got a wireless setup. Yeah. <laughs> It's so bad. It's just bad. But it does have like that one dude. And I can't think of the character actor's name. He was also in like Alien 4. And he's got that voice like the super deep. Like I really. Oh, my yeah. Voice. The guy who played so, top dollar. Yeah. And I love that. I'm sorry. Actor. What? Hold on. Back up. Huh. His name is what? I don't top know. Dollar. He's from the comic, too. Uh, did you not read the, uh, yeah. did you not the, read the original comic either, Joe? No, JD, I don't know shit about yeah, the crow. He ran Nothing. the game. He was top dollar. He ran the game. The only thing I know, the only thing I know about the crow is that Brandon Lee died making it. Yeah, it's true. Um, uh, didn't he die making the second one? Wasn't that, it wasn't no, it was the, it first, was the one. first one. And they finished. Okay. They were able to finish it though. Yeah. They were able to finish. That's there's, right. there's some really weird, like CGI stuff. Oh God. A lot guy. of the jump, yeah. a lot of the jumping. Michael Wincott is his name. Yes. Yeah. I love that actor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah. yeah they finished uh, the movie with Brandon Lee's like brother. Right. Yeah. Cause, cause Brandon Lee died in the scene with fun boy when he shoots him through the hand. Fun yes. boy, top dollar fun boy. Yeah. These are great. <laughs> yeah. Tin Tin. Oh yeah. It was a man, the crow. And later on, Eddie Furlong would get the role. <laughs> oh yeah. That's yeah. I don't I mean I oh, don't there's even, a long, there's a long I can't, list I don't I can't even wrap my head around that. There's shit. like yeah, there's the, like four the crow sequels. movies, I think. <laughs> yeah, the bad sequels. Isn't there a female one too? I believe I don't know if there is or there was going to be. I don't know if it yeah, actually happened. Know. So I, I don't know. I just, I, I really uh, yeah. loved those movies. I did. I did love those movies, but uh, a, a good movie that I did finally see is I finally saw Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. Oh yeah. It came out on uh, a digital digital. It's on like Amazon, on Amazon Prime, yeah, right? on Amazon. Yeah. The yeah. one of the Marvel movies, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're willing to, if you're willing to pay 20 bucks for him. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's it very was good. So much fun. And as much, consternation about you know the the bringing in the actors from other film properties and things like that i, I just thought it was fun and that's yeah. what i loved about it it was just like it, i was thinking about it beforehand you know all of the back dealings and who owns what and all of that fuck it let's just have fun let's yeah enjoy ourselves with it totally i do matt murdoch's uh appearance in there does support a theory that i have that i still think I still think the Netflix properties are a different universe. I don't think they're in universe. Here's where I'm at with that. 
Um, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it matters. And I don't think I care. I, uh, like I, I, they could okay. literally, they could, they could say, any, they could say it counts or it doesn't, and it would not affect them. MCU one iota. That's kind of okay, what correction. I'm let me, let me, let me, let me correct my stance on this. I hope they're from a different universe and I hope they address it. Why? In the story. Why? Yeah. Why I, well, I mean, other than be, that, other than that's more fun, multiverse shenanigans. Why? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It would be super fun. It would be super fun to have like, no, these guys are from or not from another universe, but you know, there is another universe where these guys are darker or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. where someone could go and visit the Netflix universe for a second or have, you know, Matt try to take on, you know, the, the Netflix is or the Netflix is Kingpin versus his Kingpin, you know, something like that. I don't know. Just leave it open. I mean, put it in a, yeah, yeah. That's in a a wiki somewhere that, the Netflix universe is Earth one nine 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 eight instead of one nine 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 nine. Sure, yeah, I, and you know what? Like, there's no, there's there's no reason not to. There's no reason to like. There's no reason to like specifically address the issue. Like, right. it, it it serves no purpose. Right. So leave it just leave it unspoken so mm-hmm. that people can have their own. Right. Headcanons about it. I guess I I I should say rather than rather than my theory, that's just my headcanon. Yeah, it it, like it costs it costs them nothing to do that. So just like just say how yeah, it's like uh hmm. Yeah, we're not gonna there's there they will Daredevil when he finally shows up in the MCU proper in a movie in Mm -hmm. costume, he will never, ever, 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 ever talk about anything that happened in those yeah. Netflix or the shows. defenders or anything. Now here's another thing. Yeah. You remember that one time one we found this big I, dragon. Skeleton? I don't want them to no. be like, Oh, it's another universe and daredevil got farted through. And so did Luke cage, but you know, Jessica Jones didn't cause people didn't like that as much. So anyway, you know, like rather than that, yeah, no, it's all or nothing. Look just, where this just, ended up with yeah. Morbius where like people are walking out of the Morbius movie going, where is this? Right, <laughs> like, right, right. Like Morbius is trying so hard to play the multiverse game that yeah. it doesn't even know where it lives, right? Well, and that's the thing is <laughs> I, I think like the Matt Murdock that showed up in Spider-Man No Way Home and the Kingpin that showed up in Hawkeye are native to the MCU Earth universe. Earth 199999. Sure. The ones that showed up in the Netflix series, that's a different universe. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying anybody got farted into the UC universe. Yeah, yeah, no, we are seeing a different version of that. Yeah, right. that's sure, my yeah, th- sure. that's my head canon because that's the only way I'm going to be able to address, you know, the Hawaiian shirt and the the and the diamond cane and sure. And 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 Matt in this one is actually a little seems a little lighter, you know, his, you know, his, you know, with, well, with the response mean, with the with the with the brick and all of that. Yeah, I mean, Daredevil yeah. season three did end on a on a on a happy ending. Also, I, I can't see him like when he is in Matt Murdock mode and he's acting as a lawyer. He can't come in and, and you know like hair wet and sad. <laughs> you know, That's like, true. You know, yeah. ass kicked. Like I'll be your yeah. lawyer. <laughs> you know, he's got to be in a pretty good mood. Otherwise, you're like, That's true. You're fired. But, but I mean, at the very least, he would come in with a bandaid over his eye. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Know? Something yeah, like that. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I slipped on the stairs. You know, blind. What do you do? Uh. So, yeah. I mean, uh, it's a, it's enough for me. It's enough for me for to have him show up and and for him to have done the catch and yeah yeah. It was, you know, it was awesome. Like, it, I, I love. Seeing I, I don't him there. care if they ever. I don't care if they ever mention anything that happened right. in those shows again. Oh right. 
Um, right. I, I would like to see Luke and Jessica again, yeah. and um, we'll see. But uh, like having Daredevil, I like having Daredevil in the Marvel universe. Uh, like he, it feels like it feels like um, plugging a hole I didn't know was empty. You know what I mean? Well, especially like, having him. That's a very dramatic way to put it, to put it. But right. you gotta <laughs> have Daredevil having him interact with Spider Man. Right. because because they right. have such a close relationship. Uh, we get Moon Knight coming up. Um, since I'm having fun with the MCU rumors, I just want to say uh, I just heard one that I really liked that they're theorizing because it takes place in London. And because of the end credit sequence for Eternals, there's a theory that we could see Black Knight and or Blade. Mm, I do think Blade is going to show up because we're going to yeah. get a bunch of supernatural stuff in this. Yep. One and of those it, things has to be vampires, right? Yep. And an origin of the Midnight Suns, because right. I definitely think the Midnight Suns is going to be a, t- a group in the MCU soon. I, I could see something like that. As long as Blaze uh, I mean, is there. Moon Knight, Moon Knight fights uh, werewolves, not Dracula's. Oh, I guess he's fighting Dracula's. He was, was fighting like Dracula's. Fighting he's fought, Dra- yeah, he's yeah. fought plenty of vampires back in the day. I'm sorry, they're Dracula's. They're yeah, Dracula's, my bad. Get, get it right. <laughs> but not tracksuit Dracula's. No, no, no. no. I, could totally, are- I could totally see Blade showing up there, and I'm fine with it. It's a perfect place to introduce Blade. In fact, I would say it makes more sense than having his voice talk to the Black Knight in the end of yeah. Eternals, which yeah. I'm just like, it's a magic sword, Matt. Yeah, okay. Get Blade it? doesn't have a magic sword. I know, but he's got a sword. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's a sword. Like, does everyone with a gun in the Marvel Universe know each other too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, <what>? you know? <laughs> Is it your first day? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like every time somebody uh, picks up a gun, Nick Fury shows up. Goes, you sure you're ready for that, bro? <laughs> you know, like, what? no. I thought yeah. Frank Castle showed up. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JD, good talking to you, man. That was fun. All right. And, talk uh, to you guys later. We're going to keep moving. See you, bud. Um, quick thought on Morbius. We were talking about the multiverse stuff. Somebody asked the director, and it was just like straight up, like, does this take place in the main Marvel universe? Because this movie sure seems to think it does, and then changes course and goes, nah, not really. And the director goes, well, I mean, it's just the way you got to think about the multiverse, right? Like in every universe, there's a Spider-Man. There has to be a spider totem that exists. And I just went, ooh, don't say totem. Ooh, <laughs> I don't do that. Oh, yeah, no, 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 thank you. Uh, and he was just like trying so hard to be like, I swear my movie counts. Now, I also think it isn't a coincidence that Moon Knight comes out on the 30th and Morbius comes out on April Fool's Day. And I'm not going to say on the 1st. It comes out on April Fool's Day. <laughs> so I think Marvel is like, hey, everybody, let's talk about this instead. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> to be fair to Morbius, I mean, I guess it's this isn't a really a defense, but <clears throat> um, Morbius was moved around, uh, delayed and delayed and delayed so much that like the date is meaningless. Essentially. Right. Right. But, um yeah i mean we we they definitely want moon knight to be dominating the, the yeah. news cycle as it were. <laughs> brian domingos how are you today sir speaking of Dom, how are you joe you sweet summer child you think they're not going to specifically say what fits and what doesn't because <laughs> all, of course these the people who make these shows do all these interviews and they keep talking and talking it's true they get asked the same questions over and over again and matt reeves is like yeah, if you look in the background, Robin's there. Sure, like you know, like they they just they, they, keep, they right. sit in these things, and all they do is talk. And I wish they'd shut up, and stop talking about everything, and just let the, the work speak for itself. But they, <laughs> sure. that's not you how know, we watch movies anymore, Brian. 
Nobody watches movies like that. We sit down sure. with paper and pencil and we go straight to our notes and, and we notate everything we thought I've we got saw. The, and I've got theories. one of those. You can't see it because the camera points a different direction, but I've got one of those yarn walls. Like you get a, a, you get a murder wall on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does Morbius fit? Um, right. I did. Cause you guys were talking about it. I've seen that quote um, about, you know, how it doesn't make any sense. So I, I did cheat. I looked up, and found out what the post-credit thing is. Oh, it is. I'm not going to say what it is, but um, I'll wait till you guys see the movie. No, say uh, it. I, look, I know. I'm saying oh, full spoilers. Want, no, it's, Let's okay, spoil it. Want, so, right here. Okay. Warning it's, to everyone. We're going to spoil the end of Morbius. Here. Good news is movie sucks. So <laughs> this, is, this is just like every, every account on the internet. Exclusive. All right. Here's exclusive. Well, I, here we go. exclusive. I love yeah, it. I read it on a different website um, that it's got like the vulture in it. Yeah. Well, yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton I mean, is listed cares? in the Michael Keaton yeah. is listed in we the knew that. But here's the thing yeah. that, but it's that he's there and he's got a suit and they're like, that's impossible. How could he be there with the suit? It's like, who cares? Like, it's it's like yeah. I, every day I, I, I'm living that that Shatner life of like, get a life. Well, I, one, I, who yeah, cares? Right. In my old age, I'm like enough guys. More like, and more who, and more who, as I age. Here yes. is why who people gives care. a shit. I'll tell who you exactly cares? why people care, because they put that shit in the trailer. They put, you don't put a post credit scene in the trailer. They put like, they Michael dropped Keaton, all oh, this he stuff was in the trailer. Wasn't yes. He? They dropped all this stuff in the trailer that has been removed from the movie. They literally took it out of the movie and they, I mean, it's still in the movie. They crushed all the vulture stuff into one post credit scene. And that's not even the one that everyone's saying doesn't make any sense. That is yeah, one well, people I mean, we are confused about. It should be, we should, we should clarify. We obviously do not know all the details about everything that's going on no. in the Morbius movie. But according so there to, might be another Michael Keaton scene in there. We don't know that. No, according to people that have seen the movie, they removed all the Michael Keaton stuff from the film. That is what they're saying. And it is only in a post-credit scene now, mm. which is baffling. But at well, the same okay, time, but. Like Sony, maybe like, oh yeah, they opened the multiverse. We can just do whatever we want now, right? And maybe Marvel looked at it and it went, no. <laughs> so uh, I mean, uh, not to not to like belabor the whole where does it where does it all what does it all mean kind of of it, but we've been th- we've been talking about this since the very first Morbius trailer where they were like, yes, it's Morbius coming soon to a theater near you. Um, Michael Keaton is in it. Okay, so it's in the MCU. Well, hold on. Um, he walks down the street past a poster that is very clearly the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Also does not appear in the movie now, apparently. But again, it was in the trailer. It was in the trailer. And then there was, I think there was also a reference to uh, yet a, a third. I think there may have been a reference to the Andrew Garfield. And so it's like, Okay, well then, like it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I, I think I we could just I, say the Sony movies. Just don't worry about it. It doesn't count. There, <laughs> there, there's a, there's just this like funny contrast for me of like nobody wants Morbius to be good. No, right? But like the, 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 the vocal people are like, we want this is trash. We don't want it. And then, but then it's like, oh my god, but where does it fit? Like on my wall, where how does this connect to this? And, and who are all these things? And and and, and if I can't like, uh, but Tony Stark and and it's like, oh my god! Like you either care or you don't care. Right. So there's you know the, right. the the need, and I and I know that you know the world is the way it is, and people are looking for structure where they can find it, and it's yeah, you know, it's this is like nerd boy, um, uh, God, what are those things called? You know, Scorpio, and then sure, all you know sure. all that's. 
you know, it's all, it's like, that's what they're doing. It's like my, I make the world make sense by yeah. connecting where these imaginary. Don't worry comes. about it. We know. So we have a big, we have this <clears throat> big, beautiful garden and that is the MCU where we, we do all that. And then we have a smaller flower bed that was like the Netflix stuff. And then we have this other garden that we're not really taking very good care of and nothing really grows really well there. And that's where the Sony movies go. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Even flower beds. It's just, just look out the window, whatever's out the window. Yeah. It's there, it's not. That's yeah, all you need to worry like about. A, imagine it's a, a street in your neighborhood. You've just never driven down. Sure. Who cares? Sure. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's there. I guess people live there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's not really relevant. I'll, I'll bet they're nice. There. They're not, I'm not going to yeah. go into their house and go, where'd sure. you get all this stuff? It's who lives in that house. I will literally never know. Right. I don't need to know that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, like, look, I, I've been there, man. Like, I, I, I've been the guy that like is obsessed with how it all fits and what does it all mean. Like, I get it, but I am 43 years old. I'll be 44 in a few months, and I just don't have the energy. <laughs> like, I just want to be entertained. Like, sure. And I sometimes I don't even care if it makes sense. That's why I like Venom. That's why I like the two Venom movies because they're so fucking stupid. That I have fun watching. It's a good time. You're right. <laughs> well, I, but it, I, I, I understand also that they the, are not good, but I had fun watching them. It's, it's also, there's a little bit of it of that, like, we get the answer today. Does it fit? Yes or no. And then, but like all these things, like it, time changes everything. Right. You know, so yes, it's like, yes. this is what it is. And, and, and it's just like comics continuity. This is like yeah. Polaris is Magneto's daughter until someone comes up with a better idea. Exactly. Right. Yeah. You know, Scarlet like Witch exactly- and Quicksilver are Magneto's daughter until we don't necessarily have the rights to that. So <laughs> like, uh, let's that just have two me, of them in two different movies. How's that? Sound? It's one. It's one thing if the story dictates it. It's another thing if it's like the bean counters are like, I don't know. We don't have the rights to those. Yeah, like, that's even right. right. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. goes to another thing. Like, that's hey, a that's, whole different chalkboard with like, you know. <laughs> it's like so. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes bullseyes, full blooded Irish. Sometimes he's Irish in name only, yeah. you know, you know, you, know? you just, you never know. I mean that they followed the heart of the actor, you know, they, they were like, they Listen, sure this, is, this is your, this is your vehicle. You do what you're going to do. He's like, well, I'm going to stand on the back of that vehicle, which is a motorcycle and, and throw, <laughs> and throw, and, shards and throw of or catch shards of glass. Who even remembers? But what, that's what he's, I think do. it's both. He does both. Yeah. No, um, he's awesome. First he breaks but, uh, it, catches it like, and then goes, <laughs> shoots it like a machine gun. Like, I mean, it's, it's hard to, to throw and catch things when all of your fingers have been severed from one hand. So uh, you know, you, it's to catch true. Them. you know, uh, but yeah, like, look, bottom line for me, guys have fun with it. Like if you have, if you have fun with the debate and, and the, and the jigsaw puzzle of it all go, God bless, right. you know, go, go forth. We're not here to like tell you it's wrong or bad. It's just that like, I'm not, I'm done obsessing. I'm done obsessing about it. Sure. You know, like it, is Daredevil the same Daredevil? I don't care. You know, like, they can say it or not say it. I don't care. Sure. The, um, the, the problem lies in the fact, and it's not even a problem, but the MCU has trained us to do that. Has trained us no, to No, it's go, true. It, no, well, where's it, that go? Where's that connected to? Oh, man. And, you know? and like, I, I still have fun with the fun mysteries, right? Yes. Like, who's pulling the strings on the Scarlet Witch? Like, that I had fun with. Right. Like, that's different. Like, no. who's... Who's Julia Louis Dreyfus? What's yes, she up to? That's a great you know, time. That's different. I just think we need to realize that don't try and pull those threads on your conspiracy board off of the board to a different board that's over here because it's not necessarily <laughs> going to work. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you what else you got? Mul- you don't have a multi-level 
board where yeah, you, what, you, you're you not playing the- 3D chess? I thought you were <laughs> yeah, Star Trek. Nah, I, I leave that to the QAnon oh, crowd. They're really good at it. So. <laughs> you just slide that board and it goes through a hole in the wall to another board behind you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, just an answer to the question of the week. Oh, actually, um, I signed up for uh, Marvel Unlimited because I realized there was this whole bunch of stuff that I have. I just don't have access to and I wanted to read and I've been reading the Wolverine series for the first time, like the 1980s version. Oh, really? Um, you never read those? The Larry Hama stuff? Uh, no, like the, the, the initial, like I read it in the 50s. The Frank Miller. And, oh, you're talking about the um, Frank Miller stuff and, and no, Chris no, no, Claremont. The, no, the, uh, the Chris Claremont and yeah. uh, Buscema stuff. Like oh, I, okay. I had, okay. oh, before uh, Larry Hama came on. Gotcha. Yeah. Like I, I read the Hama stuff, you know, around the fifties through, and then I don't know, through the, basically when he lost his nose, that kind of stuff, like, you know, in chunks of it, but those initial issues. Um, and, and it was really from you guys talking about when you did the fall of the mutants and kind of connecting the thing of, Oh, patch exists because they think Wolverine's dead. Yes. And I, I never knew that. I was like, how do they not know that that oh. freaking guy is Wolverine? Like yeah. he's got the same haircut, like for one. Oh, it's the worst disguise in the world. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I picked uh, this week my cover of the week was patch number one that John Romita Jr. did. And it's like Wolverine sitting back and he's like smoking a cigar, eye patch, white jacket, you know, and like his hair is shaped like his mask (laughs) and everybody's dead around him. And it's like, nobody looks and like, Hey, that's the guy with the claws. That's Wolverine, right? Like, no, that's patch. He's, well, he's, he's like, claws too, though. My claws because I'll give because I'm I'm undercover. Right. But it's like, yeah, but you didn't brush your hair, man. Right. Like, like, but he pops his claws as patch all the time. That's yeah. the best part. <laughs> you know, it's like he's if a little, Clark he's Kent restrained at the beginning. Forgot to change. Um, like if Clark Kent forgot to tear off his shirt and just like flew with his glasses and his suit on for a minute, went, oh shit. Yeah. Hey, he's like, back here. Hold yeah, on. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like, Clark, um, what was I, that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love the, uh, there's so much like Jessica drew in there, which is so fun. And like, yeah. they're, they're yeah. like, they're, she's like one of those characters that like never works, but is always so fun in the peripheral. And, um, like, I love her and I don't know why I love Jessica like, drew too. And I'm afraid that I didn't. And again, and this is, you know, we're back to Sony movies, but Madam Webb, I am terrified that they are going to cast this girl from euphoria as Jessica drew <laughs> and why? And that's no. where we're going to get our spider woman connected to Madam web because like they already said, like there's a spider woman project in the works and it might be Madam web. She might show up there and I'm like, Oh, don't do that. Don't. I love Jessica drew. Please don't do that. I mean, maybe do it. Yeah. To the, maybe do it to the other one. What is her name? Well, you know, uh, Carpenter, Julia yeah. Carpenter, Julia but Carpenter. Julia Carpenter Georgia is, Julia. is going to be a Dakota <laughs> Johnson. Uh, Look, maybe that's the silver lining about this Morbius nonsense is that um, before the Madam Web stuff even has a chance, Sony will be like, oh, no. Yeah. What have we done? Like, we need to just take this up back. We just need to <laughs> drown this done? in the bathtub real quick. Sorry <laughs> they need, about that. We need to greenlight uh, Venom 3 starring Morbius and Venom. I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Battle of the Titans. It is interesting, um, though, to see like if Morbius does totally just fail if it you know say it makes zero money right does sony learn a lesson or they go all right we'll just try it with something else now or does marvel get to a point where they go we're tired of this because it's making our product look bad because people that don't know like if you listen to like podcasts and stuff they they go it's a marvel movie another marvel Marvel movie movie. man this marvel movie looks terrible the new marvel movie is getting terrible reviews like that makes their brand look 
bad. I don't know what Marvel can do about it. Uh, 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 like, yeah, I, don't I, know, I don't know. Yeah, enough about, what do like, you do? I, I don't know I, enough it, about um, how it works when you've sold the rights to something. Uh, yeah, how much control do you it, have? The beginning years, of those like, movies, it says Marvel Studios and everything. It's got the thing. It doesn't like, say Marvel Studios. It just says Marvel. Oh, you're right. It just says Marvel. You're right. I mean, uh, they did that. That Tom, when you remember Tom Holland was not going to be in the MCU, and everybody, you know, cried. Right, right. And then they had to, and they basically like Marvel had to recalibrate their contract. So I don't. I mean, and that's that's a, I'm sure, a closely guarded secret of how long that license is for. Because oh, if sure. it's for ever. Like tough shit, Marvel. Yeah. Like, we're, you know what? We're going to keep getting backloaded with you, the movies we make with you um, as Sony. And then we'll do whatever the hell we want because they make enough. Like who cares? Right. You know, like yeah. it, there's no, um, there's no loss for them because every couple of years they make a Spider-Man movie with whoever the, in, you know, at some point Tom Holland's going to be too old and I don't know, seven years or something. And they'll yeah. put someone else in the suit and then probably they'll just keep making them. Yeah. You know? and for, and if you don't believe us, look how many Batman movies there are. So <laughs> like, um, we just had Spider-Man with three different dudes. Yeah. We've been in like nine different movies. So it's true. It, it is in 20 years, which is, you know, three of them in 20 years is not crazy. And then even Tom yeah. Holland was what? Six years ago. It's the first one. Like, yeah. So in 16 years, they did three, like 2018. Yeah. He's got to be looking at the clock thinking, Oh yeah. Who's the next, you know, he's going to grow up sooner or later. The, he the preschools in, in, in uh, Hollywood being like, watch out. He can't be fresh faced, cute little British kid forever. He's going to grow up sooner or mm-hmm. later. And then we're going to be like, Oh, I kind of want to make out with that dude. You know, like he got sexy, you know, <laughs> <All right, well. laughs> things to well, concern. You guys, you guys are definitely into something. Um, but, uh, answer of the week real quick. Um, Scott Pilgrim, I think is yeah. a really great adaptation excellent. of a excellent, of an answer. excellent comic. Um, I watched it. I'd actually watched it with my 11 year old three times since we first put it on. So still totally um, holds up too. like, it's a very fun completely movie. holds up. It's great. There's it, others. It, there's other comic movies from that time you watch and they look really dated and the effects aren't great. And the jokes fall flat. Scott Pilgrim completely lands. It's excellent. Yeah, it's funny. The editing's great. Um, yeah. The because everything was kind of retro, so it still works. Um, yeah. And it is packed with stars. Oh, yeah. you know who? You know that's a, that's another like like the losers. Like you couldn't make that movie now because everybody's too expensive. <laughs> and, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and right. now they got um, all those guys, and it's he's like, oh, that's you know that's a uh, Captain Marvel, and then and, you know, oh, is that the the Superman from the? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that's the big strong Superman. Not yeah. The, the, he's the, like the, the ninth level vegan, and now. now he has like super yeah. vegan powers. <laughs> yeah. So great. He's awesome. <laughs> Brian, good to talk to you, man. We're gonna keep moving here. Later, guys. Bye, Brian. The uh, let's see what Ethan's got for us. Ethan Harrison, get in here. Ethan little, Harrison, you're just making this a habit. A little bird told us it was your birthday this week. I don't know if he's muted. Are you muted, Ethan? I, I asked to unmute you. I don't know. Okay. Maybe he's on the can. We'll mute him. We'll, we'll go to Damon Chan and we'll come back to him. I'm asking to unmute Damon Chan. How are we, Damon? Hello, everyone. How are you? Hey, Damon. What's up? We're just kicking hey. it. Man. Saturday, we're talking nerd stuff. What do you got for us? Excellent. Well, I hope you can contribute. So I have a very quick uh, thought about the Morbius stuff you guys are talking about. And okay. it's directly from S- um, the director. Um, so that whole post credit scene with Agent Toom showing up at the very end and in suit and interacting more, because apparently maybe the beginning of Sony's 
long-awaited Sinister Six movie that they seem to be building. Up <sighs> and he said it himself because they asked him, he said, does this sound like we're trying to set up a Sinister Six? And he's like, boy, it sure looks that way, doesn't it? So that is probably what is on the plate for Sony right now. Because they want to make that movie. They've been trying to make that movie for like 10 years. It's true. That's true. It's true. It's going to happen. So <laughs> whether if, we like it or not. <laughs> if Morbius tanks, do they still do it? I don't know. That's, yeah. that's the question, I think. And I, and I guess uh, dollars and cents will talk about that. Better question. Do you care about a Sinister, sinister Six movie no. if Spider-Man's not there? No. I actually don't want it at all. Right? <laughs> Even if Spider-Man was there, to be honest. Yeah, I don't want to see Sony. Well, yeah. I mean, well, here's a question. Here's a question that I don't know if any of us have ever thought about what precludes them from using Spider-Man. Okay. They, this was talked about in the Hollywood reporter this week, actually, when they were talking about Morbius and what seems to be the problems with it. And the problem is Hollywood reporter lays out Sony cannot use Spider-Man in these other movies. They can't the license. They have any version only allows them to use Spider-Man in a Mar MCU. Ah, okay. So that means no Andrew Garfield, no, um, what's nope. his face? Yeah, uh, Atomium Flyer. Well, no now Tom maybe Hall. I don't know about that. Maybe they could say, like, yeah, we're gonna make one with Andrew Garfield. I don't know if there's legal wrangling they could do there. I have a feeling, right. no, because the images, the name, and all of that, like, there's no way they'd be like, well, this is Spider Man without the dash, it's just Spider Man. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know, but oh, they yeah. cannot, if they make the Sinister Six movie and it is a Sony vehicle, Spider Man cannot be in it. Damn. Why well, would you do that? Well, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. They, well, they I mean, realize it or not. It's a sinister the, the, six versus the, Venom the and Madam Web. They do any you know? of this oh, is because they think they'll make money. Right. Like they, they think if they put together a spectacle, that's got, um, a, a well-known villain from the MCU in Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. uh, a, a hot, a hot new commodity like venom. Right. Uh, and then also Morbius, uh, <laughs> uh along, along with whomever, whomever else they shove in there. Like it will be a spectacle and people will talk about it. Jared Leto's a As smart they, guy they think though. That, this tanks, he's not doing it again. Right. No, definitely not. I, I can't. Uh, thing, I mean, I, I, I don't, that guy's I don't won know. Oscars. <laughs> like he seems like a pretty well, smart yeah, guy. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, that doesn't stop him from making the Morbius movie. Matt. I agree. I agree. I don't know. But I mean, I don't know <laughs> if it makes money. Yeah. We'll, we'll see that. That remains to be seen. And it's, at the you know, time lo- when they were making this Morbius movie, maybe they were like, dude, floodgates are open. You are in the MCU. It's happening, bro. <laughs> you know? And he's like, fuck yeah. I love the MCU. Let's do it. And they're like, so, um, we had that. to cut some stuff out of the movie, uh, <laughs> like, as it turns out, like, yeah, we spoke a little too soon <laughs> on yeah. that legal stuff, like, but we've already so, shot three quarters of it. So we may as well finish. Right. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> good God. But then again, I mean, Jerry is the same guy who decided to, uh, take, do that take on Joker and suicide squad. So, That's true. You know, his choice. He's also the front man for 30 <laughs> seconds to Mars. So, I mean, like, right. you know, there's a couple things there that, yeah, but he's been doing that for a long time. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not going like, to make him either. any good. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, look at this Oscar winner and this dumb band. Like he's always been in the dumb band. That's, That's true. true. I got to see him throw out uh, the first pitch at a Cubs game. One year, like we were sitting there and we had really, really great seats and we're like, ladies and gentlemen, throwing out the first pitch. Jared Leto from 30 seconds to Mars. And I went, what? Oh, <laughs> he, like had a mohawk and everything. And like, they were obviously playing in Chicago at the time or something. I don't yeah, know. I just, this is one thing. They yeah. Wanted. Good for you, Jared. But, yeah. but, but other than that, um, I finally saw the Batman yesterday. Okay. And holy moly, that is, that was a fun ride. <laughs> okay. So it was a little long, but a, it is I, a little I loved long. it. 
Yeah. Um, I thought it was like a uh, very good, like, well, we haven't really seen like depiction of Batman, like everyone was saying before, of like this uh, detective side of him with a lot of like psychological suspense, yes. mystery. And that was the majority of it because it was basically a whodunit. Yeah. Um, and so, did I, you, have you seen I did the deleted like, scene though, yet, Damon? What's that? I did. Oh. I did see the Joker uh, extended deleted scene. So let's talk about that for a minute because, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I liked what I saw in that deleted scene. Yep. More than the scene we got with the character in the film. Yeah. Well, well, here's the deal. Go ahead. Well, all I was going to say was that I agree, but here's the deal. I actually don't think like in retrospect, like now that we saw the whole movie and we know exactly what happened. Right. If they had put that scene in the movie, it would have been kind of a throwaway because ultimately at the end of the day, he questions the Joker. The Joker really doesn't give him much. Yeah. Although you get a very glimpse like into sure. his character. So it wouldn't have really pushed the movie forward. It's probably why they ended up not putting it in other than it'd be a cool Easter egg. But having said that, yeah, the end was kind of vague. Yeah. But I, I personally, I didn't mind that because here's the deal. They're, they're, it's a teaser. It's, it's ultimately a teaser. We're not supposed to really know even what he looks like. To right. Be honest with you. And I did see kind of what he looked like. I thought I saw something outside of that when the actor explained like that was just like, yeah, the, the very gross looking Joker, I will say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, what you I were, were going to say yeah. about it, Joe. Yeah, go ahead, Joe, sorry. Yeah, no, uh, so I, I think that, I think it's a good scene, but it's also a scene that takes place in the middle of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you put that in the middle of the movie, it kind of is like, it, it brings the movie to a screeching halt because now yep. all of a sudden we're supposed to care about the Riddler again. And the Joker. When, and and uh, like, I think it, yeah. I think it would have, uh, I think it would have drawn focus away from the villain they were, using in the story and that's why they took it out i don't disagree um, with that at all i think and, and, and right. i agree and i think that um doing it instead as like a much more vague tease um like in their minds it it, it gets people more excited than like a full-blown like it's that's the fair. joker you know mm-hmm. and and i think that that's uh, uh you know i think it's a smart move to keep it vague in the first movie, just like they did in the, just like they did in Batman Begins, where it's like there's this new guy running around, and calls himself yep. a Joker, you know, it's like a little card, whatever. No, you're right. right. It's and like the only thing I, that I that that uh, the reason I say I liked it more is because one, it establishes that there's history. Batman has been Batman mm-hmm. for a little bit, and two, he already beat the Joker. Yeah, he don't worry. Yeah, no, I, he like, already I beat. Him. You know, I, I, I like agree that. that it's a, I definitely agree <laughs> that it's a, a good scene. Um, but I totally understand why they didn't put it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and be, yeah. All I was going to say is that in terms of like the actor, I, I do like his portrayal in terms of like little ticks. Yeah. Some Heath Ledger here. Or yeah. I think he's, that. uh, I think he's doing, a, I think he did a really great job in that. In yeah. That scene. He looked like Heath Ledger, like even more ruined, like something mm-hmm. terrible happened to Heath Ledger. <laughs> it just yeah. ew, icky, like burns on his skull and stuff. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, like his fingertips are all like he's constantly. It was like an egg from the fingertips, it was like an like, acid bath. The type dude, thing yeah, or like, like the dude fell into a vat of chemicals. He's not going to just be like, right. He's not going to come out looking like he just spent Pretty boy. six like, hours like in the Jack Nicholson. Chair. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Well, that was after Matt. That was after extensive plastic surgery. Oh, that's true. You know, that's, that's, right. Right. that's, that's right. Yeah, that's, that, right. that's accurate. Actually. Um, yeah, overall, I love that movie, though. It was uh, very, very yeah, uh, it's a good movie. different take, but I like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then, oh, yeah. So before I go, let me give you my uh, quick answer of the week. 
this is kind of a left field and I hope it counts. But um, when I was younger, obviously Ninja Turtles was a very big thing. Sure. Back in the day. Sure. Um, but I really loved, and I, I remember actually using my allowance to buy a lot of these comics were the Archie comic version of um, TMNT, which to this day, yeah, actually right. reread a lot of them and uh, pretty fun stories, which haven't really been done. To be honest with you since there's a lot of, uh, like, I remember there was a lot more intergalactic stuff. It's a lot of tongue-in-cheek stuff. Like yeah, I mean, like- it was essentially the cartoon. It was a, right? a comic book adaptation of the cartoon. Yeah, like they ate pizza and they had a van that shot pizzas out of it and stuff, right? Well, no, they actually went a little more, like, in-depth. I mean, there was a lot of actually, like, death in there, surprisingly. Really? Um, yeah, there was a lot of, there were some goofy moments. Like, there was a whole arc, uh, though, that, for example, like, the mute animals were, which were a group that didn't show up in the cartoon. They had an entire arc where they killed them off. <laughs> like, oh. literally. <laughs> on panel and um there was also like another thing with like null because like a space god not a space god but kind of like the bork queen in a way and fighting off slash slash sacrifice himself to like destroy it, 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 was, it was a lot of stuff i had no and, idea like yeah RGT it's, it's, it's that kinda, deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no it's, it, it's it they did some stuff in that in that comic and, and of course like it's also all you know all ages right yeah correct you know cartoon yeah, vibe but yeah like they they went for it story-wise. Well, you sure. have to think that like Archie comics is like, I don't know, just do whatever you want. Just no cussing, please. Pretty much. <laughs> like, no, yeah. And that's, that's what, like, yeah. Cause I actually did buy like, a, not too long ago, but I mean, a couple years ago, like uh, a compendium and everything. And yeah, it was, it was still fun stories to read. And there's a lot of characters that I don't think even showed up in the show even now. Like Ninjaro, who turned out to be Raph's like uh, love interest. Yeah. He did a whole like future thing where like all the turtles are dead. Like in the future, except for like rap and maybe uh, Donnie, I think. And wasn't there like a stingray guard. thing too? That was yes. yeah, okay. He's one of the mute yeah. animals. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and then I think in the comic there was also Armagon, who showed up in the video game actually later, but he was like a, a future foe that was like a, a shark or something, like a hammered shark with missile launchers. But yeah, but it was it was. But like I said, that was just one of the the, the first things that came to mind. I, I was tempted to say Hellboy as well, Oof. but uh, I guess they're kind of tied there. Because I, I spent a lot of money on both of them. <laughs> I got feelings about Hellboy. Uh, you know, it's like I don't know. Hellboy's like one of my all-time favorite creations. In, mm-hmm. Period. I love the character. I don't think they've ever made a good Hellboy movie. I don't like those. No, first that's two. true. I, I, I agree. And like, I did like the Ron Perlman one. That was the closest I think we got. It but, was close, and- but you can't make Hellboy a love story. Yeah, that's no, not that's what thing. Hellboy does. Like that is stupid. Hellboy does not hook up with Liz. You know why? Because yeah. he knows I might be the son of Satan. And if mm-hmm. we had a kid, it could end the world. Like he yeah. understands. All right, all right. You'll get your chance. You'll get your chance. <laughs> Look, just let Hellboy ha- just let Hellboy fall in love, man. That's just not how Hellboy it works. It's not how Hellboy works. And it's there's no love in hell. Joe. Part of what makes the character like so sad and dour and like who he is, the weight of his responsibility and being that lonely. That's part of it. I don't want to see him make out with somebody at the end of the movie. Dumb. Oh, and they also had a kid. Don't forget it in the second one. They, yeah. they hinted that he was, that she yeah, was yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And they like, nightmare. and instead what of Hellboy fighting that things that go bump in the night, really? he's fighting elves and fairies and trolls. You're like, oh, well, God, no, hold he on. fight them in the comic. In the comics, it shows all, up. they do all that kind of Gaelic. I know. Folklore. I get it. It just, that second I, movie. I, Hellboy 2, other than the list stuff, is a good movie, and you really? need to get on board so with that. So when Abe, like, totally just turns on his friends and like, yeah, let's murder them all. I'm totally in love with you, fairy queen. Oh, wait a minute. You're the bad guy? Hmm. I didn't see exactly. that coming. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, come on. Abe needs love, too, okay? <laughs> the yeah. heart wants what the heart <laughs> wants. <laughs> I don't need to see Abe fall in love, either. You know? Like, 
thing. We, you can well, do that later, about, Guillermo del Toro, in you, you know, say, The Shape of Water. There, make that yeah. movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I love that movie. You know why? Wasn't Abe Sapien. That's why I liked That's it. Okay. As far as we know. <laughs> yeah, as far as we know. Damon, it's good to talk to you, man. Yep. Take care, guys. Bye, Damon. So John Tavertic in the chat brings up, talking about the Batman uh, extra scene. The problem with it, including it, is it feels like it begins the next movie feels like the next movie will be the Joker. But this deleted scene helps remove that, whoa, boy, get ready for the Joker vibe from the movie. And I agree. Like, yeah, that was the thing in the movie. That was the only thing that kind of made me go, because uh, I just don't want to do the Joker again. I'm tired of it. I'm just tired. Like, the, like I'm fine if the Joker shows up as like a side character. Yes. And not the main villain. Yes. Like uh, more, more of what they did with him in Arkham, like I'm, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. Um, but then I want the movie to be about man bat <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> right. Just anything else. Killer Croc. Let's do it. You know, Ethan, you're here and we can hear you now. Can, can you hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you. You're, you're talking on your phone. There's a little phone with green lasers shooting out of it. I, know. I, cool. I, had, to, I had to figure out technology and like link it to my phone because my computer wasn't doing the audio. So. Well, it's a good thing you kids are so I'm smart. I'm learning for you. <laughs> what are we rapping about today? Well, I just uh, got to watch that little video my girlfriend put together. Had a bunch of friends and whatnot make Surprise. a video for me for my birthday. And uh, she asked you guys, which is so sweet yeah. that you guys uh, took some time and and uh, did that. So I really appreciate it. We actually did 60 I told her, of I'm those like, man, I feel so Yours? nerdy. I'm like, I want to go to Omaha just to like meet the guy sometime and, you know, maybe <laughs> just wear their skin as a face, but I want to sure, meet him first. Sure. We get a lot of that actually, you know, more than you would think it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of an upsetting amount. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We actually did 60 birthday wishes. Yours was number 58. So I'm tired. If, I'm sorry if we like sound a little tired towards you know, in that one you're a little horse <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> but yeah hey look ethan happy birthday man yeah thanks appreciate it um <clears throat> piggyback on what you were just saying real quick is when that uh when the joker scene came on in the new batman movie that's the one part that i like i groaned and turned to my girlfriend just, yeah oh no I'm yeah like, stop i'm like please we don't need this that's what my one complaint has been about <clears throat> the movie now that new scene they did, I was like, okay, that's, it's actually like a good, like a standalone scene. Like right. if it wasn't even related to the movie, I thought it was like well done and a cool portrayal, but still like, um, I just don't want, we don't it need it yet. Yeah. We don't need like, yeah. uh, we, we do need not it. need any more movies focused on the Joker, at least not for a very long time. Like yeah. I, I just, I don't, we don't need it. Uh, I, uh, like I said earlier, like I'm fine if he's in the world, like he's in, he's in it as a, as a cameo or whatever, sure, like sure. in the deleted scene, that's cool. But like, I don't need another movie anytime soon with the Batman fighting the Joker. Oh, and there's that's, a, there's a lesson that no. should have been learned when one, uh, the Joker wins an Academy Award and two, the actor who plays him dies. That is the universe telling you, let's yeah. take a break. On the Joker for a while, okay, guys. Let's just. <laughs> Why would the winning of the Academy Award no, be a Because nobody else is going to get up and out. win another Academy Award as the Joker. Is what I'm saying. Jared Leto, sorry, buddy. It's not. You don't happen. know that. You could have been Barry Kugel Kilgarn, Kehogan, or whatever his the, name is. The yeah. debate, though, as I've been talking to people about, like, what, who could be in next is. How do you guys feel about since this is like just feels so grounded, like the Nolan movies too, of what 
kind of villain they can do for Batman because yeah. are you going to go a full like man bat or clay faced or even like Mr. I really want like a great Mr. Freeze, but even that's a little, yeah, like you a know, really, um, like a supernatural. Good, I don't think they bit. can. No, I, I really don't think they can. I mean, they, they can, like, they can do whatever they want. They it's, the, it's the movies. They can not? do whatever they want, but what sense would that make? We already, they already made like a very realistic sort of terrifying serial killer QAnon, you know, Riddler. They could have just yeah. put him in a funny costume and had him be the Riddler, but they chose to go more real world. I can't see them next going man bat, you know? Well, I mean, I don't think so man bat will, I don't think man bat will ever options. be the main villain, but um, I, I, I think that... That's the problem with our options, because now you only have certain characters that you can that are grounded, and a lot of those are the ones we've already like seen before. So I wanted something new Yeah. For what you're going to do, like Two-Face, which would be great. But because that's so, grounded, but if you do any of the other characters that aren't like more grounded and more yeah. supernatural, now you're just like changing them to make them more grounded. And then you're like, oh, maybe why even do that? Right. Man? Yeah. Like, I mean, look, we can do the KG beast. Let's do that. Retired Russian. Super <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, they just need to rip the bandaid off. There's no point in saying they can't do this or they can't do that because they can't do any of it until they do it. And like, just rip the bandaid off and be like, this is Batman year two. It's not like we have to set up this, uh, the idea that like, wait a minute, he's just now realizing that there's monsters. Like, no, why would he? He's just, he's barely yeah. been, he's been Batman for a year. I just don't see him going like, all right, Killer Croc, let's do it. Well, mm -hmm. maybe not Killer Croc, but like, I like think who? That they could introduce, I think that they could introduce the idea of a super criminal. Like whom? Mr. Freeze. I don't disagree mm -hmm. on the Mr. Freeze thing, but like to Ethan's point, I think if you do a Mr. Freeze, he's not a guy in a suit that's frozen. I think maybe that's his name, but they bring it way more down to see Earth. again, you're, you're, you're limiting, you're limiting them. And I, I think that if they want to do it, they're, they, they're going to do it and they'll be able to do it. Well, like we know that these things can be done. Well, I don't think Reeves we've, do we've that. sat through 20 years of MCU movies. We know that they can be done. Well, I, I'm sure uh, those are a I lot don't think more that fantastic. It's not that they couldn't do it. Well, I just think that the tone would be yeah. so shifted that then it's like, is that like where they don't want to go that direction? Cause they're well, but, like, afraid uh, that the and again, like, I think like we're we're automatically assuming that you know the second they include somebody like Mr. Freeze or Man Bat or Killer Croc or whoever that it it starts uh, it starts pointing towards Joel Schumacher territory and that there's no reason for that to be the case. Sure, like I've read ter I've read terrifying Mr. Freeze stories. Well, let me ask you this I, though: so Killer Croc shows up, we'll say, can this Batman beat him up? No. Absolutely not. Well, it depends on killer uh, on the take on killer croc now, doesn't it? Because I mean, the I, original killer guess, croc is, was just a guy with a really bad skin condition. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, it I don't know if that until, makes for a great movie, but all right. <laughs> but it, like, it wasn't until way, way later that yeah, he became that like, they oh, made oh, him like a literal thing. monster. Yeah, and like so, Clayface. Like, can this version of the bat can can any version of Batman be, uh, defeat Clayface? It's all a matter of of interpretation and. And coming up with a good reason for why it works. Sure. And like, I'm, I'm saying I want them to go for it. I want them to go for it and they'll figure it out. I don't think they will. They'll figure out the tone. Uh, like, th again, I'm not saying I think they will or they right. won't. I'm saying right. this is what I want. 
I want them to do it. I want a movie where Batman fights somebody way out of his weight class. Dark side. <laughs> we, you know what I we mean. We just got that. He was great, right? We loved it. <laughs> uh, like I want, like if they wanted to, like, if they wanted to, if they wanted to redo Bane where he like pumps himself full of chemicals and becomes a hulking beast. Great. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing uh, that like, version. Uh, of uh, like, and if you think like even somebody more whimsical, like not whimsical, but uh, like, well, yeah, I guess whimsical, like the Mad whimsical, Hatter, but, whimsical, but still scary, like the ventriloquist or the Mad Hatter. Uh, you know, it's like uh, open the door for somebody that's not just like a serial killer in a different costume. Sure, mm-hmm. I don't. Just, you know what I mean? I like I Batman. Batman. What makes Batman so cool is that it's like he's just a guy who fights all of these terrifying monsters and uh, they've been a part of his lore since the forties when he was just a weirdo in, in purple gloves and, and uh, you know, like they can do it. They can do it if they want to just do it. I think they can do it if they want to. But the great I'll... thing is that condiment King is very grounded. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. So is, <laughs> so is kite man. He's literally just a guy with a kite that has razor blades on. <laughs> okay. Like, can we please stop talking about kite man? Kite man is not interesting. <laughs> Ethan, happy birthday. And it's good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks guys. Have a great weekend. All right. Have a good you one. Too, pal. Happy birthday. Frank finally put his hand up. I don't know. I think he was scared to talk to us. Let's see what he's got. He's high on. He's high on. He's all hopped up on goofballs. Oh, hey. Right? Frank, how I'm, are uh, we? I'm, I, had to, I had some wisdom teeth out yesterday. Woo! All right. Uh, they give you anything yeah, good? I, you on the mm-hmm. you, uh, Yeah, they give me oxycodone. There we I, go. It me, dude, it makes me so dizzy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's America's favorite drug, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I'm going I'm to go. I'll try to be quick. Uh, listen, my answer of the week is going to be actually Mystery Men. Um, Mystery Men's a wonderful I answer. love that movie. I mean, come on, The Shoveler. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> loved it and the it i would argue was... the only funny thing dane cook has ever done when he's like pencil <laughs> head and he's like i is dane am cook pencil head and then the little kid goes and i am son of pencil head. <laughs> oh when they're doing the tryouts yeah <laughs> right ballerina man oh come on the movie's got some so many great scenes in it Isn't dane cook's in it twice like, too a, i have a toaster is no he's the waffler i'm the waffler oh my god um so i'm going to talk about picard i'll go i'll go through it real quick um, the, the woman that the scenes between Guinan and Picard were absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Frank, Frank. Yes. Just before we get into it. Yes. I, am I, am I way off base being kind of miffed that young Guinan wasn't still Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> I'm going to say no, but also yes. Um, <laughs> all right. I have a feeling. Wait, wait. So I'll, I'm going to, I want to address it. Okay. All right. Because I was, I felt the same way. I was like, well, why didn't they just de-age her? And I think maybe that's going to come in the future. I think she said something about the Elorians can control their age. So I'm wondering if they can also control their features. We'll see. You know, that's like a little. You know what? That's fair. Maybe she might be a little hand wavy, but maybe Whoopi um, doesn't always want to. You know, look like Whoopi ended up looking. Yes, I know. (laughs) We already we already know because of Star Trek: The Next Generation that Whoopi Goldberg looked exactly the same, exactly the same during the 1890s. 1890s. Yep. Yep. So Um, yeah, the the, but the scenes between Picard and Guinan were so good. Were so emotionally charged and. And oh my God, you got Guinan going back to the same thing, like the point that she makes in Measure of a Man. Yeah. Not Measure of a Man. Yeah, Measure of a Man, when yeah. she talks about, you know, creating a whole race of 
you know, uh, just beings to do, do your bidding. And she's talking about racial inequality again. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is great. This is Star Trek. That this is, is Star Trek. Yes. Everything you want from Star <laughs> <Yes>. Trek. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, the emotional depth that came out of those two, those two, even though the woman was playing Guinan, who was not Whoopi Goldberg, you could still get the sense that she understood like Guinan as the character. And I really loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. Um, and man, the guns on that woman, holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> she like tear you apart. Um, <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> but I, I want to say, and I want to, I want to finish, uh, finish up with this cause I can't talk too much. Um, the watcher at the end, Oh, I hurt. Sorry. The watcher at the end. Um, I'm going to say is, one of the Gary, same person as Gary Seven's people, not Gary Seven, but one, she's one of those people because they talk about supervisors. Gary Seven, Assignment Earth, season three, the guy with the cat. Uh, there was a backdoor pilot for a, another TV show. Uh, Terry Gar was in the episode. They go back to the 1960s. You have not, you do not remember that episode. I don't remember this. Holy moly. It's a great episode. It was a backdoor pilot. It actually premiered the same year as Doctor Who did. Um, no, I'm sorry. It proved the same year as, as, uh, as, as, as there's something of Dr. Whoish about it. Like he's got this little pen that looks kind of resembles a sonic screwdriver. And it, it, it made its premiere within months. They made their, their premiere within months of each other. But anyway, the character of Gary seven is a human being taken from earth as a child and raised in this, in this alien, uh, by these aliens to basically watch over the earth to be, and, and they talk about supervisors in that. So I am almost a hundred percent certain she's also one of these people and she's also going to be connected to Gary seven in some way. Cause there is this, there's this uh, scene at the end where they walk through that kind of smoky transportation thing. Okay. And that's exactly the same thing that happens in, the, in that episode of Star Trek. Huh. Well, so there you have assi- it. Assignment Earth. Huh. Check I mean, you could have just led assignment with Assignment Earth. <laughs> assignment Earth. All right. He's on pain pills. Give him a break. Come on. <laughs> uh, I thought that that was so cool, though. The, the weird door of, of yeah. cloudy mist. That was pretty yep. rad. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm gotta, telling you I'm guys. I'm going to go find that episode. I got to watch yes. this now. Assignment Earth. I don't remember it's this fantastic. at all. It's I, a great it's a great episode. I will it's definitely a great episode. It. Frank, I'm sorry your face hurts, but we love you. Mm, and we'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Take care. All Bye, right. Frank. John Zimmerman says he has got what he thinks is a no prize winning answer. Now, Joe, before you freak out into why I got Aunt May has an energy projection level. I mean, it doesn't one. require one because it's got a very rational <laughs> explanation, but all right. I'm, I'm, John, I'm always down for a no prize answer. What is I? Professor Z <laughs> from the rolling plains of Iowa. And as a head of school, I shall show my work. Okay. Teach us. Let's, let's, let's set aside the fact that mathematically we are correct, Joe. Yes. yes is essentially zero. But let's say <laughs> that one has to represent something. In the Marvel Universe, where magic and gods and such are real, For sure. there is thing as the astral plane, which most humans are able to project onto with the assistance of Dr. Strange or Professor Xavier, they can exist 
on the astral plane. At a very base level, they have that capability, which is why they have that minute level one energy projection. Mm. A robot may not have that same level. Something else, a deer would not have the ability to be on the astral plane. A human can. And we also, humans also have some sort of extrasensory perception when massive cosmic events happen. There's a, It always shows all the humans on Earth are aware of glass or something else happening. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like, whoa, 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 what is that? Yeah, yeah we can sense something. That is the level one energy projection that humans have that Aunt May has. Okay. All right. Let's just for a moment. <laughs> That's not really what I want to talk about, but I, I thought- I'll, I'll allow it. I would like to approach the board and talk about your math for a second here. All right. Um, energy projection. When I, yeah. I go to energy projection, I go to shoots lasers sure. <laughs> right? but that's not that but that's not always what it is cannonball yeah, doesn't aura. cannonball doesn't shoot lasers but he's got an energy projection he level. does he's exploding stuff from okay how about this shoots something or no radiates that's not something that, okay, okay I, I can do this too okay do you believe that auras as we think of no. as okay it's all we're in the marvel universe it's all energy, possibly man. in the marvel universe Fine. right so in the marvel universe <laughs> right. i think there are such a thing as an aura that someone can read and that would be the energy that's given off okay. i also think <laughs> thoughts in the marvel universe are somehow able to be projected and and picked up i think is it all invasive gene gray talks about you're thinking this so loudly i don't even have to read your mind yeah right, right which means it can be quantified that's true but that's not energy that's telepathy that's different yeah but that's energy that's a form it's of all energy not well, all energy not, that's I not so how energy get, works i so get why you don't want to give up on this, <laughs> on this hill, but i still no. think my no energy is i go like this I, I and a no, laser shoots out of my head that's your energy, no prize right? your no prize is in the mail john <laughs> Energy, Matt is off base about everything about this whole thing. Energy proje- projection does not just mean that a person shoots stuff. Also, the scale starts at one. The Stupid. scale starts at yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. So, none. philosophically one. or mathematically, we can solve this. Which, by the way, just so you know, this is pretty much how I treat my students on a daily basis. Like, <laughs> all right, prove it, man. Earn, earn, earn your shit. Show me you thinking. I didn't call in for that, though. I okay. want to talk. The current state of X comics. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about it. We just I, reviewed uh, X real, Lives and I Deaths think we're of at a real turning point here. Yeah, I think this is either going to be where it, it solidifies this is a great era, or we're about to dive off. Uh, we're taking a deep dive into a shallow pool. I think you're uh, right. And I think what I can't figure out is. Are we now in phase two of what Hickman had planned just without Hickman, but with other voices telling that story? Or is this what Hickman feared that we wouldn't be able to move past the cool thing he created and we're going to wallow in it for as long as we possibly can? I don't and know. I, that's the thing. Moira and, and Destiny all play into this. Right. And that's just it. Like, I don't think this is the second part of what he has i think this is maybe like part 1.75 i yeah. think we're dipping our toes into phase yes. two of it yeah uh I, I because it i mean there's no other way like you can't think of it any other way like there's no right. way yeah. this seismic shift in the status quo does not mean we're at least approaching a new act right 
Right. Like the, the power shift on the quiet council. Well, and, and also, yeah, there's the power shift on the quiet council. There's the status quo change for Moira. There's uh, Destiny's return. There is them finally addressing the fact that they threw Sabretooth into a pit of hell. <laughs> right, right. It wasn't hell, but you know, you know what I mean. Well, and finally, um, we're seeing the phalanx stuff. We're seeing like where right. we're seeing yeah, from. The, the phalanx stuff coming to fruition. The and buds also, from the seeds are starting to pop up. Right. We've and got also, to see the, the next the, the mutants that are mixed and stuff. That we've got to right. get to that somehow. And also, the majority of the line is relaunching. Yeah. Right. Aside from aside from X Men, Wolverine, X Force, uh, like all of the other books are, like even Marauders is getting a new number one. Yeah, which is uh, crazy. And so we're getting Immortal X-Men, we're getting X-Men Red, we're getting um what is the Nightcrawler book? Legion of X? Legion of Legionnaire's X. Disease. Legionnaire's Disease. Um, <laughs> and we're getting a new Marauders, uh we're getting a new volume of Marauders. Like uh, Yeah. This is a uh this is a new we're we're turning a corner. Right. Okay. And um, but we're I, also I not that, seeing Jonathan Hickman's but, name attached. But and I want to, I want to, I want to balance my optimistic worldview with a pessimistic comic book reader for thirty years view. Yeah, yeah. Is if this is what you're describing, and we're relaunching with new number ones because of that, I'm all in hundred percent. If this is cash grab relaunches, yeah, it's pretty much the same stories, just with new number ones. Yeah. I, a real disappointment and i I think some it's gonna be a mix actually and that's what worries me john there's no jonathan hickman on any of these times there's no head of x now now let me let me back you let me stop you there and say we don't know that we don't all we know is that he's not actively writing a title fair it does not mean they are not still operating off of his outline it does not mean that he is not still the showrunner as it were right um, which he, in fact, he has come out and said that, like, I am worth more to Marvel as the guy that plans than I am as the guy that writes. Yeah, that's true. And so, like, Hickman is still all over this world. It's just that he's not necessarily steering the boat. You know yeah. what I mean? He's plotted the course, but like, it's like, uh, this is a terrible analogy because it's very infantilizing, but it's like, I'm going to put my little son, Jerry Duggan on my lap and let him. Drink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, yeah, I, let, let's I, talk I, about that for a second though, because we just reviewed the X lives and X deaths of Wolverine. And we both came to the yeah. conclusion that this story, while fun at points and introduced some stuff that we're like, it's about time we got there, but it's a weird place to do it. And we ended yeah. up at the end of it going, I don't know. This really didn't get to where it was going. Like what? And we give these ideas that Hickman comes up with to other writers. They don't always work. I have yeah. thoughts on that. I think I think that the best thing to compare X Lives Next Death to is not uh, the oh, the launch series, but rather X of Swords. In that, it's two different ideas that got smushed together. Yes, that kind of work together. Like X of Swords was, we had this whole thing about a tournament and these personal stories right. leading up, to it. and then we got this. We other world thing where yeah. it was this crazy tournament, and then we finally came back to apocalypse at the end, yeah. right? And I think it was this is similar. And I think what's unfortunate, and I really question Marvel's marketing, which baffles me because they're part of Disney. But like, if they, this had just been a Wolverine limited series, where the but the continuation of the Wolverine book, it would be an amazing story. But to bill it as this consequential thing yes 
about the X lives. The X deaths should have been a Moira McTaggart miniseries. 100%. It should Which have been, could have been the event that it wanted to be yeah. and let it breathe a little bit. Give so, it six or seven issues. There's, there's, there's a line, there's a line in the X deaths of Wolverine number five that I didn't talk about in my review where they kind of, um, they try to cover their asses by saying the X deaths of Wolverine is not really about Wolverine. It's right. about all of the deaths that Wolverine witnessed in the thousand years he lived on Earth. Yeah, yeah. What a, and what like, a, those are the X deaths. Those are the X deaths. Come on. Let me just say. Let like, me just oh, say that would get no credit on a test I was grading. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think I think though, in in defense of X deaths, and I because set aside the title. I think what it was trying to do is make up for lost time that Hickman kind of wasted building Moira to where she needs to yes. be now. I think he slow played it thinking he was going to get to it. He's going to get to it. And he didn't. And now they yeah. that piece in a different place on the board, because I think ultimately she's going to, her 11th life is going to be as the Omega Sentinel in this time stream. But that's a whole separate thing that we can get to. And so that's, yeah, I, I, I think that like that's I think they spell that out actually pretty yeah, right pretty yeah. overtly is that like her tenth life was her final life as a human being. Yeah, right. I, and uh, her uh, her new life, her eleventh life, or her first life, she depending has to on how you look she, at it, her, is as a consciousness, is right. as a, right. a, a, a a digital intelligence or whatever she is. Well, become. and her power is gone, so she has to like cheat and become something else to get another life. I, you know, and I I thought that that was such a genius way for them to get out of the whole like. I, I'm, I'm certain that yeah. I'm certain that it had to have been planned uh, well, is the idea that they were going to remove Moira's powers and get out of the whole idea that like, this is her last chance. Yeah. But, but uh, let me just postulate though to you, is she just the Moira that we saw at the end of that book or yeah, I don't I don't know the Omega Sentinel. Yeah. Right. That, that's like, just it. The, the, Omega, the Omega Sentinel is a different character. I know. I know that they say it is. And I know that she's said, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if there's some connection there because there's so, I mean, it might just be storytelling parallels, but the way she approaches Nimrod and says, I'm going to tell you what's really happening here. Right. That parallel just for a storytelling I mean, echoing thing. I think that I think that there might be something to that, uh, John. But the Omega Sentinel is a character that already existed. I know. Well, I know, yeah, but, but, I mean, so, but look at Moira's life. Character that already existed yeah, and look, too. when you look at those bar graphs of her lives, and they're all intersecting and like no, no, no. Running uh, side they, by say, side. they say it plain as day that when she dies, the timeline resets. Oh, that's true. So, uh, <laughs> like. Uh, you know, Unless we, we in Life it, we, 11, uh, when she's no longer she, doing it that if way. she's just a consciousness, yes. the way her life resets might not alter the timeline. Yes. It might be time travel. And she may like, not be the Omega Sentinel, but she yeah. may be responsible for the creation <laughs> of the Omega Sentinel. I, I, I don't want to take up too much time. I just want to say, I, <laughs> that's I wish. Gonna, yeah, that's going to be wild. That's wild, wild speculation. Because yeah, yeah. the Omega Sentinel has been of around course. for like. Of course. For, of for like, course it is. But I think all bets are off in this. Yeah. yeah. Now, I, I just want to say the reason I'm so concerned is because I have absolutely been loving the titles for the past two and a half years. It's yeah. been. And, and my, my hope is that this is Hickman Claremont, not Hickman JMS. I agree. 
I agree. And and I really and that's that's where I I want to like I don't I don't know that the Avengers stuff stuck the landing as much as the Fantastic Four stuff. I uh, totally agree. It did yeah. not. Hickman's Fantastic Four is way better than Hickman's Avengers. Right. And I know that the Secret Wars is kind of the real payoff for the Avengers stuff, but I don't know that it. I don't know. I really have been loving it. I, I am a huge fan of all of the writers. I, there's some titles less than others, but I really just think it's a cool time to be an X fan. And I hope it lasts for another two years. I'm with so. you, John. It's good to yeah. talk to you, man. Yeah. yeah, John, yeah. Thanks for, thanks for sneaking in. We, we, uh, welcome back. You know, we missed you. Yeah. Good to have the professor around. So yeah, that's the state of the X-Men comics. I'm sure everybody understood all of that. If you aren't reading it, you just went, yeah. Oh, that's what's going on. Cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Frank, you and you and me both, man, we, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I, Frank, Joe and, and again, I read this weekly and we're both like, huh? <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's again, it's that, it's that same idea. Uh, at, like with the MCU or, or with anything else where it's just like, we're not going to figure it out. No, we're not going to figure it out. We have to wait till we're told. Uh, Part of the, part of the fun is, is the speculation and, and that's cool. And I like it. Um, but I also like it to, I would like it to make sense when they actually reveal things. Yes. That would be, that would be (laughs) swell. Wouldn't it? Harvey, get in here. How uh, are you, man? Save us from this X talk, please. (laughs) Sir. Harvey. Harvey. Oh, he dropped. Oh no. He went way down. Oh, I don't know what just happened. Let's try it again. Well, he's muted again. I think he may have had to come back in. Harvey, there you are. Okay. Sorry. I don't know what happened. My phone dropped out. I mean, like the thing went away. Ah, gotcha. Zoom went away. Um, all right. I got an answer to the question of the week. Okay. A a quick ask a nerd that could lead into a potential question of the week. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. So my answer of the week, I think I'm going to have to go with Sin City. It's a good one. I very much enjoyed the first Sin City. It was, yeah, it was so much fun. And then when he tried to do it again with the spirit, it's like, why would you do that to the spirit? (laughs) (laughs) The spirit is so bad. I don't understand that at all. It's so (laughs) bad. Yeah. My, my runner up was Ghost World, you know, Scar Joe's first. Ghost World is excellent. Yeah. Daniel Klaus. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so my question, uh, my asking nerd really is, is there a hard line date that separates the ages of comics? Is there a golden age date that switches to silver age? Another I mean, date that switches to. Yes. Uh, uh, for at least. I mean, so issue based or sizes. I'm talking issue sizes. Size. I'm sorry, what? How do you mean sizes? Size? Issue sizes. Like, you know, we have like silver age bag, bags and boards. Oh, oh, well, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, probably. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, that. It, I think it's more of a, a it's more of a, a product of like. Printing costs and right. stuff, you know, uh, like, I, I don't know that there's like they made a conscious creative decision about it. Let's go back to that I, first I think question, though. I mean, like. Wait, is there a date where like the golden age became the silver age? Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's not it's, so much a date as uh, an issue, right? Well, but yeah, an issue came out on a specific date. I mean, I guess, <laughs> but there are other comics that came out like that same I don't mean week. A date, uh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get it. I get you know what, what you're saying? saying. Yes. So like I, I, a specific day of the week, like you can, you can get that granular granular if you want to, there's really no point, but, um, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, traditionally it, it, it is, it is 
accepted that the uh, end of the golden age and beginning of the silver age is the publication uh, is 1954, 1954, right? 54 or 56, 54. I don't remember. Just 56. Going, I think. <laughs> it's 56. Um, the publication of showcase comics, number four, first appearance of Barry Allen. Uh, so it's, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, Yes, there is. We know the year, obviously, but it's really more about like 56. This is where uh, the first legacy, the first legacy hero, right? The first appearance of a character taking on the name of a predecessor, even though that's not like. Originally, he was like an Earth. It was an Earth 2 thing, but it wasn't really about him being uh, Jay Garrick's successor, but just another person became the the first time there was a. A new version of an existing character, uh, a superhero character, and so yeah, Silver Age is uh, is first appearance of Barry Allen, nineteen fifty six. The Torch, Human Torch. Yeah, oh yeah, Human Torch. Uh, you mean Johnny Storm becoming nineteen sixty one is Fantastic Four number yeah. one. Uh, so even the Justice League predates the Fantastic Four. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, it, it, there's a, uh, I don't know if it's true, how true or not, if it's apocryphal, but like, there's a story about how, like, the whole reason the Fantastic Four was created was because they were like, oh, we got to get in on this Justice League action. You yeah. know, the competition has a team. We need a team. Right. You know, and so that's where the Fantastic Four came from, even though they were wearing like shirts and ties in the first four issues. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we had to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like. Um, what about the modern age? When do we decide the modern age starts? So things get hazier yeah. as the uh, like as we as we go through ages that people like still lived through you know <laughs> like like a, a lot of a lot of current readers still remember um uh, the transition from the silver age to the bronze age is up for debate it's in the um, 70s and a lot of people say amazing uh, spider-man number 122 uh it'd be the one, death, of gwen, oh, that's death of gwen stacy yeah or death of death of norman actually um both of them green goblin and gwen stacy no, Gwen, it's two-part story. Gwen dies in 121, I believe. Well, uh, yeah, let's see. According uh, to Wikipedia, but anyway, 122, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, one, yeah, it's a two-part story. Gwen gotcha. dies in 121, Norman dies in 122. Um, a lot of the, the, the common knowledge that I, like, I always went by that I remember was that it was um, the first appearance of Conan yeah. in comics, Conan the Barbarian number one. Um, from Marvel in 1974. Um, but again, that's up for debate. Um, also, yeah, like the Green really Lantern, Green the Arrow story. Right. There's like the so Conan, the, the death of Gwen Stacy, and then Green Lantern, Green Arrow, where uh, Speedy's on heroin. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, and so that's more, that's more like, oh, comics are grown up now. Right. Like we can do, like, or, and they're not just superheroes where it's like, oh, we're, we're getting barbarians, we're getting vampires, we're getting right. werewolves. Um, in the 80s, uh, the, the, the line of demarcation was the publication of uh, The Dark Knight and Watchmen in the same year, 1986. Yeah. Um, as far as like 
today goes. Like, I don't really know. We're out I, of I ages. We're done. There's, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> we already had the modern uh, age of comics, so we just stopped. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's a sliding scale for yeah. sure. It's yeah. a sliding scale for sure. Um, yeah. That's a fun question, yeah, though, Harv. I like this. But it, like the the bags and boards, that yeah, that's just like oh, they decided to make them slightly smaller because probably it costs less to print. Yeah, or paper became more. Expensive. They were like, I if we know. trim off this like two and a half inches here, we will save. 0.71 cents an issue and if we print a billion of them that adds up <laughs> you know right. well because they've done it they, you know they've done it twice now right, it, right. It, since the yeah, dawn really since the of, dawn of comics as we know them yeah golden age bags gave way right. to silver uh, the golden age dimensions gave way to silver age dimensions which gave way to the comics we have now um and like that's I hope your collection uh, doesn't require three different types of bags and boards because that's the only way you're going to protect them. <laughs> true. Well, you know? that, that leads me to my question. Potential question of the week is what is your favorite comic book that would be considered modern? That doesn't fit into a modern age bag and board. Love it. I love this. Oh, man, Don't answer. I, We're going to use it. I love I, it. I, but I like, I, I don't know that I'd ever be able to remember. I got oh mine God. right now. I already know it. <laughs> my two potentials. And they pissed me off so much when they came out. Cause they were so great. I'm like, where do I put this? I can't right. put it with my graphic novels. It won't fit in a comic book box. You know? <laughs> Harv, that is a great one. We're going to use it. I do like that question. Yeah. I think we should, we should do that. We'll do that for the next question. I like it. Harvey. Good to talk to you, man. All right, guys. Later. See you, bud. Jim, get in here and close us out. All right. Take I, us home, Jim. I Take us home. I got to do today. Jim. Country Jim, what? Take me home. I don't don't encourage him, Jim. Right. Trust Country me. Jim. <laughs> hey, it doesn't uh, make any sense. Question of the week: We're going old boy. The is actually based on a manga. Yes. Yep. So I'm gonna go with that one. Uh, and then you know, if one more popular manga, I would do the Ronnie Kenshin movies. Those are excellent. Okay. Um, and then a big, a big, a big sales milestone by One Piece this past week. Oh boy. 500 million volume sold. Wow. Whoa. 500 million. Wow. <laughs> so they could literally build. Pretty soon they're going to be counting them like McDonald's counts hamburgers. Yeah, they could build a yeah. warehouse out of all of those to store the future versions in, I guess. So. Right. So if you want to go like, <laughs> like so there's 100 volumes out. So each each does about, on average, 5 million. Good um, God. Which is, which is pretty, which is pretty high uh, average um, compared to others. Uh, like Dragon Ball's higher, Demon Slayer's higher. Right. They'll, they'll right. have less volumes though. Right. Um, for for that end. So. And each and one's then, a great jumping on point, I assume. Uh, for One Piece, heavens no, heavens no. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, so so this chapter this week that officially drops tomorrow is like Matt is like massive, and I have been dodging like Neo online spoilers. For at least half the week, because <laughs> it's huge revelation and everyone's losing their effing minds. Um, so, good luck to you, sir. Oh yeah, I oh, want to hey, hear I, all I, about I it. Than, <laughs> well, I have less than I have less than twenty four hours before the chat. I'll just stay off Twitter. So it's it's. It's fine. Fair enough. I it's, I don't think it's going to pop up in my Twitter feed, so I won't ruin it for you. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, really gutted. I know down or no, but you know uh, I love the Foo Fighters. It's, yeah, Taylor I Hawkins. Yeah, Taylor Hawkins died. Absolutely uh, gutted last night. Yeah, uh, it, and, man. And like I don't know. I just hope oh. it's not something gnarly. I, like it sounds weird to say that, but like I just hope it's like an accident or something. Like I don't want to hear that he killed himself or something. Well, yeah. he like, he's already he has a history of drug problems. He was in a coma due to an overdose. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. And he's been clean not that long ago, years and years and yeah, it was like 2007. 
Uh, yeah, okay, okay, but Matt, like that's that's not how addiction works. Like you don't run out. I don't disagree. But you don't like, run out the clock. I don't want to hear that. I want to. I, I hope it's. Oh, I agree. Like, but yeah, I mean, I would. Terrible. I would like. I, I I hope it was natural causes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is a really crazy thing to say, but um, yeah, it's very sad. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters, like Foo Fighters, is probably like my favorite my favorite rock band, like my favorite modern rock band. I, I really love the Foo Fighters. Um, and um, it's very sad. Very sad. I like some yeah. of their output. I'll say that. <laughs> Jim, Nobody asked you to rain on the parade. Jim, We're trying good to, to talk to you always yeah. buddy. And thanks for bringing us down at the end of the show. We appreciate it. Hey, 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 that's my job, man. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Later, guys. So, uh, Justin Fletcher pointed out, uh, Robert Rodriguez directed the first sin city, which is true. And Frank Miller directed the spirit and went, I'll just do it just like that. <laughs> well, yes, but Robert Rodriguez, um, he like lost his director's field membership because he let Frank Miller he gave Frank Miller co-director credit yeah, something like or that. something like that. Or maybe that was Sin City. Maybe it was Sin City that he did that with. That's what I'm talking about. Sin City. No, I know. But one, yes. of the, one of the, like Robert Rodriguez was definitely involved in the spirit as well, but he produced um, it. Yes. Was Sin City the movie where Robert Rodriguez gave the flip the bird to the director's guild or yes, was it? I believe spirit? so. And he gave Frank Miller like co-director. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep, yep. You're right. So, um, but that yes, was all the, it took for spirit, Frank Miller to decide I am a real movie director. <laughs> like, no, no, Frank. You're and not. it's like, I, Frank Miller and Will Eisner were friends. Yes. Right? Close buddies. And I like, I don't understand. Like, maybe it, like, am I, am I the problem? Have I not read enough of the spirit? But like everything about that movie screams wrong to me like nothing in that movie yeah uh, translated well absolutely to me. It, was, it was garbage and frank miller fought tooth and nail to direct that they, like and his whole argument was like i knew this man he was a very close friend i owe it to him i want to do this and do it right and then you crap out that it's like ugh, garbage absolute garbage news. uh frank's Rillo, frank miller did not direct robocop 2 Irvin Kirshner, director of Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Back. <laughs> directed RoboCop 2. Uh, he did write RoboCop. Frank though. Miller was one of the writers. Yes. He's, and then would go on to Avatar to do Frank Miller's RoboCop for years and years and years, which he never wrote any of. <laughs> so <laughs> totally. Bizarre. No, but like, I think, but that is the story, right? Is that like he wrote, he wrote RoboCop 2 and then they butchered it to yeah. make the actual movie and so yes the avatar comic was like frank miller's original vision for robocop correct so but we got some of the guy right yeah you know i mean yeah anyway. so yeah you gotta sell the book it's all it's all terrible it's all bad don't read them miss branch get peter parker on the phone yes mr jameson it is voicemail time in the ziggurat hey guys this is john there is a buttload of really good movies that are you know not uh dc or marvel superhero movie um but if if i'm being true to myself i wish i could say it was hellboy but it isn't unfortunately i want i want to love those movies so much I do too. especially that first one but it's all right uh if i'm truly going with my heart it's actually a tie and i know you guys don't allow it but screw you um <laughs> my all time would be teenage mutant ninja turtles uh the very first film 
I absolutely love that thing. It's still so incredibly good to watch. Uh, I just have such a good time with it. And then the one that kind of like uh, is, is, is weird for me is at least like, I love Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Now I didn't read the comics before I watched it. I watched it. And unfortunately I've tried several times since then to like get into the comics and I cannot. For me, it is, it is the movie um, is the thing I love. Uh, and I, I, I just can't follow it back to the source on that one, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, that's my answer. I hope you boys are all having a great week and everyone else that's listening. I hope you're having a great week and turn that into a great month. And then there's no way we're going to get a great year ever again. Um, <laughs> that's just not possible. And it never has been in the possible uh, possibility of, in, you know, humankind. So anyway, sorry for getting dark at the end there. Bye. Okay. Then John panics and calls back with this short one. I lied. I lied. I lied. It's a three-way tie with Dread. Okay, bye. Okay, Red, I will not accept that. That movie was garbage. Pure <laughs> garbage. Oh my God, that movie was so bad, John. Are you kidding me? Compared to like the, the real story? <laughs> like, so Red was a Warren Ellis comic about a retired you know, government CIA he's a hitman, man. basically. Yeah, he's an assassin. Traveled the world, killing people. And uh, somebody decided he knew something he wasn't supposed to know. And they came to kill him and he kills a bunch of government agents and it turns out like, can't get away from my past. It's just one of those things, you know, one of those stories. Great. Simple, really well told. Cully Hamner drew it. Beautiful. And then the movie was like, we're going to have some fun with this one. We're gonna, let's ham it up a little bit and we'll get Bruce Willis and a bunch of his buddies. And we'll yeah, do and then it's a, it's a bunch of geriatric yeah. assassins. It's yeah. It turns into like wild hogs basically with hitmen, and it's just <laughs> wild. Hogs. God, it's just garbage. It was so bad. Oh, and and no. Ellis in like one of his essays that he used to put out on his website was talking about it. And he was like, look, did I like the movie? No. He's like, do I think it represented my comic? Well, no. Did I buy my daughter a pony after it came out? bet your ass i did so like he got paid if nothing else well yeah of course <laughs> i'll give him that oh i hated those and there's two of them there's two red movies yeah oh god so bad it's red red and dark red yeah redder reddest of all i think is the next one joe patrick let's get into our answers <laughs> it's red and even more red <laughs> let's get uh Okay, well, you know what? I had a tough time with this, and I know you always give me crap. Like, I know I had the whole week. I've been thinking about it all week. Um, and uh, so I have I have two answers. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's, it's my show. I get to do what I want. Um, it's our show. We yes, I know, but I'm I'm claiming ownership. I'm I'm living my truth. I'm live, laugh, loving all over this podcast, and you can't stop me. Hey, good Lord. Um, so as a, as a, as a youth, um, I was a huge fan of the Rocketeer. I think the Rocketeer is, uh, one of the best comic book adaptations ever made. This is almost my answer. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of the best comic book adaptations ever made. It's so good. Uh, it, is, it is not based on a Marvel or DC, uh, superhero property. It is a completely independent thing. Um, uh, Rocketeer created by Dave Stevens in the early eighties. Yeah. Um, but you wouldn't know it to look at it because it totally actually feels like it could have been a golden age. Yeah. You know, pulp adventure. It, it was like not. a throwback to like, yeah, it's like, like a throwback. newspaper funny type flash Gordon. Stuff um, almost. yeah, it's oh. uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a pulp adventure. It's just a guy in a jetpack. 
Um, you know, like the, the, his main squeeze is based on Betty page. You yeah. know, it's all, it's all, yeah, it's very, um, uh, it wears its inspiration on its sleeve. You'd say, um, so yeah, Rocketeer, wonderful, wonderful movie in modern times. I am a sucker and I know that they're look, they are not high art. I get it. I don't want to have a debate about it. This is a subjective question. I love Kingsman. I love oh, it. Oh, they're great. Yeah. I love, I friggin' love it. The first two uh, are great. Did you see the King's man? I haven't seen the third one yet. It's no. terrible. <laughs> yeah. I heard it's not it's so great. Terrible. Um, but like, I, I love the first Kingsman movie so much. Yeah. Like I will watch it anytime. Yeah. Um, Kingsman, Kingsman, the golden circle is still good. I don't have as much fun with it. Um, I don't know why, but there's just something about that first movie. I, I, I think maybe it's the whole, like, is the whole eggsy, like becoming the Kingsman agent is, is what I am drawn to in it. Um, but I, I think that that first movie is, um, really wonderful. And it is, uh, I think an example of a comic book movie doing the comic better. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't disagree. Like, yeah. Um, so uh, for those of you that uh, don't know, uh, the Kingsman, uh, is based on, uh, a Mark Miller, um, creator owned miniseries called the secret service. And essentially it is about a, uh, a, a secret group of, um, they are an independent peacekeeping agency. They do not work for the British government. Right. But for some reason they get <laughs> like, nobody questions them. They're like, it's Kingsman. They showed up and blew up a thing. I don't know. Um, like nobody's ever coming after the Kingsman for doing terrible things. Well, they work for England. And I think there's like, they an, don't though. Like they're independent. Well, but I, I guess mean, they work for, they like work an understanding that they work yeah, for the like betterment they, it, of the right, country. Like they work. Yes, exactly. Right. They, they, they work in support of the crown, right. uh, the monarchy, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, the secret service, it's essentially like this secret group of, of, uh, of really capable agents in the vein of like the most bondy of bond movies oh, where yeah. it's like, this bow tie is really a camera, you know, uh, like, uh, all of the, <laughs> really, sorry, that's Simon and Garfunkel. Um, Simon and yeah, Garfunkel. <laughs> it's like, you know, cars that shoot rockets. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, it's uh, even more uh, extreme James Bond cufflinks that are tasers, sure. like uh, the whole, like all of the weird, crazy gadgets, like super science run amok. Like that's Kingsman in a, like a, a, just like a modern take on it. And it's great. Yeah. Uh, and the comic is fine, but the movies are so much better. Um, I love those Kingsman movies. They're I love fun. them. I'm a sucker for them. So my answer, um, I love the Rocketeer and it was really, really close for me. And it's going to go to a movie with one of the worst taglines of all time. If I, give oh, no. you, if I give you the tagline, can you guess the movie? I probably slam evil. Uh, the Phantom. The Phantom. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Zane as the Phantom. I love that movie so much. And it, like the main reason Billy Zane is, you know, he's just Billy Zane. I'm the Phantom doing my thing. Talking to animals. You know, like white guy living in the jungle. Kind of white savior thing. But what can you do? You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. The Phantom like is a, a real thing. Like there's these stories of the Phantom that 
the phantom fault, the creator, it, like the living death that walks. Right. It, it's like it's, it's a real mythology in the real world. And Lee Falk, the creator of the comics, like took it and turned it into a comic strip. And it, tons of fun. It's just ridiculous. It's like Tarzan, but he wears a suit and he's kind of super strong. It's like Tarzan meets the Black Panther kind of because he there's a root involved and he has like some powers that he gets from it. And, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's he's kind of uh, he's enhanced, but not right. right. You know, he's yeah. peak human. Yeah, as they as they would say. Treat Williams is the bad guy, Xander Drax, and he just chews up the Xander scenery Drax. the whole time. It's so good. There's a super young, sexy Catherine Zeta Jones is a bad guy in it too. Christy Swanson's in there. Oh man, I love this movie. <laughs> so, I've never seen the Phantom actually. Oh, it's so much fun. Uh, it was directed by who was it? Simon Winsor, who's like nobody. This was nineteen. What was it? Ninety, like nineteen eighty, maybe. It's early. Oh, Rocketeer was nineteen ninety. So I think it came out in the later nineteen ninety. Later on, yeah, yeah. Because I remember the ads for it in the comics. Oh, um, I believe it so completely like, bombed. It, nobody in, cared. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Uh, like uh, right around that time, in terms of like obscure comic properties making it to movies, you had two choices. You had the Phantom, and you'll uh, you had uh the shadow and we chose the shadow like oh. my family took us to see oh, the shadow the shadow is terrible uh it's also very bad it's, baldwin, it's not yeah. good um that's when they thought yeah, alec, alec baldwin, baldwin should be a superhero <laughs> well i mean again he's not a superhero he's like a yeah. he's, a, he's a pulp avenger gun-toting avenger you know? pros but uh yeah it's ugh, man oh they also made a movie about this oh that the saint's not a comic book it was an old tv show yeah um the crow yeah, there was, was all, just two years previous a, to that too 94 so uh, which one the crow i bet the crow like the crow. opened the door for all this other stuff because the crow made money yeah like there's a big run of the of uh the blank yeah. you know it's like it's like weird hero movies that are not heroes you you recognize right and they're like i don't know what can we get it costs nothing uh the shadow nobody's doing any shit with that right now like grab it you know and, and the phantom nobody's printed a phantom comic and i don't know how many years so. <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, and you know what? And that that movie that opened the floodgates because there was a Phantom cartoon set in the future. Yep. It was like Phantom twenty forty six or something. Yeah. And then there was also a, was a Marvel put out too. a Phantom comic. Yeah. Uh, after that, jeez. Yeah. Public domain, so everybody just grabbed it. I think. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> it, it, it's like if everybody decided to do a if like all of a sudden everyone was like, I want to do a movie about the Green Llama. <laughs> or that version of daredevil with the spiky belt that's right. not matt murdoch the other daredevil that's like yellow on one side red and, and red blue. yeah it's red, red and blue. blue that's right all right new uh, question of the week let's do it all right so we're gonna just roll right into harvey's question it. of the week uh and it is what is your favorite comic book that does not uh we're not gonna worry about bags and boards but we'll say what is your favorite comic book that does not Stick to traditional comic book dimensions. Right. So, and this is not a graphic novel. This is a comic book. Came out as a floppy and it's like big or really like thicker maybe than it should be or something. There's some weird about it. It's round, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, the dimensions are weird. Yeah. Like it's, it's, uh, and like not a trade paperback or a graphic novel as, as we think of them, but doesn't necessarily mean it's floppy. Okay, I'll give you that, like the glue. It could be glue bound or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so noodle that uh, for next week. Thank you, Harvey, for the question. Yeah, we'll get into that next week. Uh, we have a Cosmic Longbox episode coming up. The madness of March is passing, and we're looking forward to the <laughs> Fools of April. 
And yeah, we will be April talking Fools, about baby. comic book fools. Some are funny. Some are ironic. Think they're ironically funny, but just murder people. Others are just plain old stupid. But <laughs> no, and, and it's like something that we worked out. We, we had to have a discussion to kind of do the math. Fool killer doesn't count because right. he kills fools. He is not, in fact, a fool. That is true. So don't if expect he, any fool. If you wore a funnier costume, I might allow. I don't know. That 80s fool killer has a pretty funny costume. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. <laughs> Maybe we'll sneak that in there just to piss Joe off. I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> so we'll do that Wednesday. We'll be back next Saturday for a cover to cover with you cats. But until that time. Follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. See what we're talking about. Tell us what you're reading. Give us a call. We always want to hear from you guys, you know, and or go. Yeah, please check out the contact uh, THN be- uh, because of the new uh, news format. If we stick to it, we are going to start posting kind of the, the prompt that I always used to do on Fridays earlier in the week. And I will add news links to it. Yeah. Uh, throughout the week. That way we can get the um, question of the week up earlier, too. So you guys can go find it and go, oh, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. And uh, that way, like you can read those stories and be prepped to talk, to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, you know, like if somebody if you would come in hot wanting to talk about Zest World, we were ready. Sure. Um, All I really had prepared was, man, that name's terrible. It's a bad name. It's a bad Real bad name. It's a bad name, and they should feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, look out for that stuff uh, on our social media throughout the week. And uh, yeah. That's it. Exciting. Let's get out of here. My name's Matt Baum. My name's Joe Patrick. And this is the Two-Headed Nerd. Signing off.